I really don't think that two minutes is fashionably late. <laughs> I mean, if you ask someone with my work ethic, uh, two minutes is two minutes after showtime. It's early. Um, yeah. Uh, you got to be at work at uh, six o'clock. All right. So six fifteen, that'd be all right. <laughs> but uh, that's me. And we still got people joining in. How about that? <laughs> Pretty fashionably late. Brett, you there? Yep. Okay. Mike, you there? He's muted. Yeah, he is. Goof. <laughs> well, he's gone. Now he's off. Maybe he's having some technical difficulties. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. We here? We good? All right. Welcome to today's episode 184. Is it 184? I think it's 184. Sure. Let's go with that. Yep. 184. All right. Uh, the Beast Wars podcast. I'm your host, Primal Sabbath. You can find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath. Brett, where can people find you at? Mega Must Make a Toy Fan Facebook. Dalton? You can find me pretty much everywhere at Daltonians TFs and on YouTube as Daltonian95. All right. Tyler? You can find me everywhere on speed. And Mike? You can find me everywhere as Angry Mike. And Candace? Uh, you can find me as Candace Santora or Candice Santora. You guys search for me. Go for it. <laughs> I, I, I like the fun. intro from last week. You, you, you contact me. I know contact you. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, did anybody get anything this week, Brett? Nope, not really. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, Dalton, did you get anything this week? I did. Thanks for asking. I got the Siege Netflix Scrap Face. I got the upgrade kit for Wheeljack. But I think I've already talked about that last week. Uh, last two Seacons, and then the Generation Slicks tapes. Gross. <laughs> I mean, the Seacons are nice, I guess. Tyler, did you get anything this week? Seacon. Uh, yeah, I got Planet X, Pluto, and Jupiter. And I got myself a triple pork poutine. Ooh. Yeah, that was... Uh, Heartbreaking? That was something. God, dude, that looked like... I clogged my arteries just looking at it. Doing that right Mike, now did you get anything this that. week? Yeah, I got... Um, Beast Wars 10th Anniversary uh, Deluxe Optimus Primal and Megatron. And then um, I got Tentacle Overbite for the Seacons. And then off the Transformer side, I got um, the uh, first wave of the uh, six-inch G.I. Joe figures in today. Does that include Destro or uh, yep. what, all, what else? In okay, I, I wasn't yeah. sure. Like the way they kind of like trickled them out. Like uh, you know, on Pulse or whatever. I didn't know what was considered first wave or not. Yeah. Did you get those on Pulse or? No, I got them from a, a shop down in Texas. Um, Damn. It was a uh, Duke Snake Eyes, Scarlet Roadblock and Destro. So I got them in this afternoon. I'm okay. looking forward to getting those. Hey, hey. Destro super nice. Candace, did you get anything this week? Uh, nothing. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, still waiting for my Mice Warrior thing. Uh oh. Know. It's coming any day. I didn't actually. I forget where it got from, but it wasn't them. 
<laughs> so long ago. Uh, what'd you get, Dakota? Hey, you know, thank you for asking. I actually got You're some welcome. Beast Wars stuff this week. Um, I got uh, MP38 Plus Burning Convoy um, from Agabus. So uh, kisses to Haney for, for that. And I haven't reviewed it yet. I just can't find the drive to want to do any of that stuff. And it, a lot of it comes down to, like, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2 lately. And, like, I just don't want to do anything else. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I gotta I gotta talk myself into bathing and everything. Um I also got from Mike B in the Beast War Society. He was selling some stuff for some pretty good pretty good prices. Got a battle unicorn and a Tripredicus agent. And he still has some stuff up for sale. Uh anyone who isn't in the group. Go, go check out what he's got, and they are all very favorable prices. But I got another unicorn for my unicorn army, and um, I got a Universe Leo Prime in the Optimus Prime colors. Um, found one of those for a price I wanted it for, so that was great. Uh, and today, I, something I totally forgot that I ordered from <laughs> China. Um, it's a third-party upgrade kit for the siege impactor it's like all these various fillers purple and yellow and gray and our new cannon and stuff like that i got some other fillers that i had to paint myself for the retail one so i'm just going to stick these on the three pack the more idw one because these are more idw make them look more idw in flavor so i can't wait to put those on uh and i think that's it it's pretty eventful. Oh, I got Transformers the Manga Volume 2 that finally shipped from uh, Amazon. So I'm looking forward. Like, I've been, like, stashing all the books and comics, um, or at least the comics that shipped prior to the world ending um, for whenever I do have to go back to work. That way I got some reading material because I have no idea when the books I normally read are going to start to ship to stores, which is rather unfortunate. We got uh, some folks in the chat. We got Ghost Lord Peter, Leganardo, Kabar, Summit, Balt08, and I think that's it. Let's see. Uh, Summit Balt said got MP38 in the mail, uh, 120 ship. Don't think I did too bad. Absolutely not. We got a pretty interesting topic surrounding at least MP32, um, but I'm, I'm curious to see if MP38 is going to follow some of the trends it is following. I had better um, hurry up and get my MP38 then. Yeah, I mean, it's going up like that. that Leganardo that's the says, only one I'm missing. Tomorrow, his MP Cheetor will arrive. And Kabar got four mitten box telemochas, uh, three of which are sitting at the post office. <laughs> Ghost Lord Peter says uh, he got Transmetal Tarantulas with no big legs. I'm guessing bug legs. Inferno with no bug legs. Air Razor with the head of Silver Bolt, the Combiner <laughs> Eagle, and... The Combiner Eagle <laughs> and Transmetal Rat Trap with no tail coming uh, late in the mail. So it looks like everybody got a bunch of stuff this week. Except for, you know, people on the cast. <laughs> like, for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, man. I, I didn't get this ready at all. No, you didn't. <laughs> Must have been a pretty good smoke. Yeah. It really was, <laughs> man. Like I just I was like, man, I just uh I got the craving, you know? I got the addiction. Is it not gonna Okay, there it is. There we are. Yay. Take a sweet time. All right, this 
this week we got a beast banging, and uh, we're going to be taking a look at a favorite of mine, uh, and that's Razor Beast. Woo Pig Suey. <laughs> Mike, you going to Woo Pig Suey for me? You going to do it? Razor There we go. The the great Arkansas boar himself. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny so, uh, that, that is the mascot of uh, the state. Yeah, like the team's called the Razorbacks too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Razorback, Razor Beast. Razor Beast was one of the basics uh, that shipped with the first wave of the line. You can get them Rock Bubble or Smooth Bubble, and there were some variances to the card arts and to the tech spec arts. Uh, I think the Rock Bubble had like a closer up um, picture of, uh, of Razor Beast, and the Smooth Bubble... On the tech spec, it was like further out, so you could see more of the art on the tech spec, which is interesting. And we'll get into that tech spec later. But that was the only way you could get it. It did not uh, come out in Japan. There was no Razor Beast in Japan. They wouldn't see the mold until th- three years later, in 1999, I believe, with uh, Beast Wars Neo. And it wasn't this color. And it was a different character. <laughs> but uh, I. I, I really do hope if we get this 25th anniversary line that he makes it in there somehow. I think he will, man. Like another just interesting tidbit about this character is like Simon Furman thought his name just sounded, cool, but he didn't know what he looked like. So he decided to make him the star of the, uh, the IDW beast wars comics that came out, uh, back in 2006. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, and he like, like I think he was quoted saying like, if I knew what he looked like, I probably wouldn't have made him made him <laughs> the center the center point. But but it's interesting. Like he does look cool. Like I, I mean, the beast mode is hit or miss. I guess it's neat. You get the. the I think tusks he gave him more character than he ever would have gotten. Oh, for sure, hundred like, percent. And I think that makes this a hundred percent more of an interesting character slash figure. <laughs> Well, it's also just um, as a as a figure, I think it, it's got an interesting aesthetic uh, and something else. Like he's a flip former, similar to uh, all the other basics that shipped with the line. But you even get something similar to Rat Trap with this sort of like heavy paint, sort of dry brush fade with the uh, the hair color on the back here. I don't yeah. know if Razorbacks are red hogs or not. I don't know if that's a I think he's just supposed to be like a warhog, and they kind of pulled the colors probably from Lion, Lion King. King. Definitely. Oh, really? Oh, oh I forgot Pumbaa. Pumbaa was a yeah. I forgot that's what Pumbaa was. It's crazy we never got a Timon looking Transformer figure. What? What was is. Timon? Cat. Yeah, oh, he's a meerkat. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what that is. He looked like uh, Timon. Kind of reminded me of that, that thing. No, from uh. From Futurama, the dude that was supposed to be like Emerald, where he like he squeezed him and you know, bam, put the. I can't remember what it was. It's, that's my Dalton note for the. For the week. <laughs> that, that was the uh, the shift. It had the multiple arms. Elzar, yeah, yeah, Elzar. Yeah. That's it. He had that like that little spice weasel. That's what I thought Timon yeah. was. <laughs> Timon was just a spice weasel. So. Getting into the robot aesthetic, this is where I think this thing shines. I th- I think he looks just badass as a robot. Um, he's got the spikes on the legs, the head, with the horns. He's got spikes on his little hands, on his elbows. He's got I wish Transformers come up over his shoulders. Do these guys, do this guy. 
do you think they do you think do you think any of the third party companies would ever touch on like show stuff? I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of nostalgia to be had with the toys, mostly because none of them were in the the uh, the show. And like, mm-hmm. as much as the nostalgia in the show is is something, there's a lot of kids that got that never got toys from the show and only had like a Razor Beast or myself, like a Cyber Shark and a K9 and a Wolf Fang. Like, there's a lot of nostalgia to be had with individual figures as opposed to um, just your show cast. And uh, I don't know, man. I think I think someone needs to try it at least and see how well it goes and test the waters this is a good start as any do you think it would be well i mean i don't even know if they could i was gonna say do you think it would be acceptable and comparable if they were to remold some pieces on their rat trap on their mice warriors to get a razor beast i was gonna say like you pretty much have the uh the engineering down pat with that rat trap you might as well just do a, a remold and and release a razor beast i think i think if they decided to do that and they put pictures out i think because it's so niche and so unexpected it would blow up like i feel like any fan who was remotely a fan of beast wars that knew who razor beast was would buy it just for the novelty of buying a razor beast in 2020 you know what i mean see i would i would agree with that definitely for mainline um i thought i always thought forever man that like I see a remold from Generations Rat Trap into Razor Beast because again, like all the you know all all the engineering could have worked so well in my opinion, um, just for both of them. And I think it just goes back to the both of the toys essentially having the same like you got almost the same gear mechanism. I mean, it, it's they're they're drastically different as far as actual molding goes, but yeah, the way everything folds open and the the beast legs can you know whatever move around and all that. Ultimately, you could have gotten the same out of an Iguanus and a, a Crocodile Megatron. Yeah, like, yeah, man. I think I think there's a lot of potential there. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Bat Primal, maybe. Yeah, even a Bat Primal. Yeah. Man, could you imagine if a third-party company came out and did the Bat Primal and Alligator Megatron? Ooh, Nobody would expect a that. No, well, not even as a two-pack, but just the fact that they're doing it. I'm with Dalton. Like, I think it should definitely be a two pack. Like that, <laughs> that would that would drive that nostalgia home for me, man. With a recolor. I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying whether they should or shouldn't. I'm just saying even if they didn't do a two pack, I think they would fly. I think they would just be bought up in no time. See, that's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't know if they would. And like, I'm I'm talking sh- like purely as someone like, as a kid. All the non show characters I had were the really shitty ones like injector <laughs> uh aqua so like yeah like i didn't i didn't have you know I, I didn't have razor beast as a kid i don't think i had any of the the first year basics like i had i had grimlock which is why i'm so attached to getting some form of a repaint from from any Dinobot that they put out as grimlock um but like i, th- I think that was i think that was it like yeah i had I had Injector, I had Optimus Miner, you know, which, I mean, I, I feel a certain type of way about Optimus Miner anyways. Um, I just like the Transmetal 2s a lot more. But no, I didn't have any of these any of these cool ones. Like, I didn't get this until, like, whatever, what was it, three or four years ago, when you had to send three of them to me to find a complete one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that I have, completely like, Legos. my bad, too. I just kept picking them up, like, ah, this one's good, and then... Opening it up and oh, it's missing a piece. <laughs> I have like three razor beasts, like two of them, two of them missing two legs, or one of them missing two legs, and two of them missing the same leg. <laughs> Man, so 
Well, I'm um, curious. I'm curious that we never saw a Grimlock from that Transformer Dino, but this is probably the only thing they ever produce and never will. I don't. No, I yeah, know I that, but I wonder what the price is to recolor something like that. The mold's already produced. Like maybe Brett could speak to that, being like working with Botcon and stuff from the previous days, and you know, giving um, or getting the molds and having to having them colored only, and not have to pay for like engineering or anything, or pouring the plastic even. Brett, well, did you ever deal with that aspect? No, but um, I mean, everyone knows that you know repaints and recolors are always cheaper. That's why you know that's why the companies do that to maximize their profit. Right, and but I'm just I'm just wondering if. I'm just wondering if uh, even no matter how cheap the repaint was, if maybe it just wasn't worth paying that to try and get more out of the Tranfame or Dinobot. And I'm curious if we'll even ever see one because of how, excuse me, how popular Grimlock, the G1 design and color scheme is. Are you talking about specifically for the the Hasbro Takara mold doing a recolor? Is that what you're saying for the official? No, 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 he was no, talking no. about the train famer, the, that yeah, third the, party one that came out. I, I, I don't know. I, I could tell you that you probably would have a better shot with something like that on a third party only because Hasbro and Takara in the past has always been mainline what sells, what sells to kids. Uh, and only, you know, just recently, which I say recently, but ever since the masterpiece, did they even think about collectors? And and yeah. repaints and stuff like that of obscure characters would really only be for collectors, you know. Which saying? you kind of get kinda, in the selects line. You kind of you kind of get that out of selects, and like even those selects are made on a scale much larger than even previous BotCon or even SDCC I, number I, offerings. I agree. I I think some of the select uh, figures that they've done have baffled me. I can't believe they they did it. With what I just said, as far as being non-collectors and everything, but you and also look at them, and they're all they're all still available. They're all still available to get. Now, the the G two Megatron may finally be out of stock somewhere, possibly, but all the stuff from the Siege line of selects, like it's all still well, still easy to pick up. So then I go right back to what I said. Um, yeah, uh, if they don't sell and they're sitting there because no one's buying them, are they going to make more? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, yeah. it, if they if they dipped into that genre or whatever, and it's it's not selling out and producing what they wanted, well, they're going to move on to something else. So I think the likelihood of an obscure character is even less remote, right? Unless it's something that they can just easily get to. I mean, and that kind of circles back around to what's obscure in Beast Wars versus what's obscure in G1, well, and what was Black know, Shadow. Is it yeah, and he got available? two toys. He got two toys within like five years of it, one another. But, but is the yeah. masterpiece easy to find? You mean the G one? No, they they did a masterpiece of that one too, didn't they? No, they no, just no. did. They did a leader class and they did a deluxe class. Which one was I thinking of? The, I thought they did a repaint of one of them. Oh, I wasn't than... necessarily speaking to just official only. What I was trying to say was right. like, if a mold is already produced, how much? is just the process of repainting it. Because I'm curious why it's, we never saw it. It was cheaper. almost like a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper. I mean, if you do pr- product runs of, I don't know, 500 to 1,000, um, then you renegotiate if you do like 1,000 to 2,000. So yeah. that the, the price per unit's less. So, but then like, I know that I personally did a, a run like that, but then 
I did the first run and then the second run we changed something and it was actually, we got no discount at all. So yeah. the overall price per unit was the same. We just didn't get the discount for the, the bulk buy is kind of a off question, but is the Tranfamer Tranfamer Dinobot the first third party offering of an organic beast wars figure? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Because the only thing other than that was that Cybertronian Lyle Convoy, which and then Gorilla and Yeah. yeah I don't which think, I mean I think, yeah, which none of that was organic. Yeah, I think Train Famer Dinosaur was the, the first the organic transform piece. element, man. Yeah, dude, I really want to see them do uh, a Dinobot. I'd like to see them do some recolors too, man. Like I know uh repaint is a touchy subject for a lot of people for whatever stupid ass reason, but um this, I enjoy repaints, you know. By the way, what I was talking about is like Masterpiece 34S. Oh, like Shadow Panther. Are all the pre-orders and everything already sold out? Is this one that it looks like that it's going to be a sellout? Or is it kind of like, I know with the G1 stuff, when they did the Diaclone colors and all that stuff, they they didn't move well. Yeah, and which I know when, whenever they started the Diaclone stuff, that was very... Like I think they just kind of implemented it into the line. I don't think it was like a Takar Tomy exclusive or whatever. No, no, no. Uh, but they, they, that was them trying to maximize <clears throat> on the uh, on the the molding by mm-hmm. recolors. And I think like most of them, they you can find them at discounts. So they, I don't think they. Yeah. Did well. I, I know Shadow Panther. Whenever Shadow Panther came along, that was like you could only get it from car tell me mall or if you had like a hasbro asia channel that you could so uh, that makes it kind of different you can't really use that because that's yeah. a limited market so it's kind of hard right what's up mike q jacob vandenberg uh brother kyle matt rubin um jacob had a a question he says, what is the difference between Masterpiece Dinobot and the knockoff Masterpiece Dinobot being sold on eBay? Yeah. Obviously, one's official, one is not. There's arguments about improved quality on the KO, and uh, obviously our arguments here, uh, for the most part, are that there's nothing wrong with the official, uh, just aside from the price, but that all depends on your sensibilities. And then he says, uh, after Kabar politely correct, corrects him, suggesting he might trigger myself or Mike, uh, he follows up and he says, "Is knockoff the same as third party?" And uh, do you guys want to like definitively just hammer this out just once and for all? I don't know if you can, it? but I guess we could try. I mean, a knockoff is it, it's just that it implies it's a it's a direct copy. Um, yeah. Third party, since Warbot Defender by Fans Project, um, it's it's a new design. Um, it's it's more like think of like I guess creative fan art, but it's in a 3D format. Um, yeah. You know, no, there is no license for them to create that fan art and sell that fan art. Um, but to a certain extent, you have to think, okay, what's the percentage of derivative work here? And you know, the the debate has forever been, can Hasbro go after them? Uh, and so far, they have not. Uh, either for monetary, you know, it's just not being worth it. Uh, for Some of it these companies where they're located, right? These companies being based out of China, where these laws are very, very lax. And again, that's the same with like knockoff companies. Granted, um, even in China, that's starting to kind of bring the hammer down. After Bandai went after um, 
whatever that company was that was knocking off Gundams. Um, yeah. Just again, straight copying uh, the the designs. Well, that's, that's... no, they they even they even derived from the original design, like specifically Dragon Momoko. Um, they did a Death Scythe Hell, which is which was an extremely stylized version of Gundam uh, Death Scythe, and then they did um, a Heavy Arms, which is again extremely stylized. But I believe it's just that Bandai is more strict about their property. I feel like I feel like uh, Hasbro does probably have grounds to go after these third-party companies in a sense. I just feel like because there's so many, and as soon as you take one down or send out a cease and desist and they stop, they just shut down for a day, think of a new name, open up shop again. Well, that you know literally I mean? happened. Like, that literally happened with Toy World. Um, Toy World Zeta. put up their. Their Age of Extinction oh, no, Optimus, yeah, right. yeah. Optimus Prime, and uh, they even named it as such, like on their Tau Bao. So Hasbro uh, and Hasbro Asia, probably specifically, was the one that sent out, um, basically like shut them down, got got their Tau Bao account closed down, and they just reopened under Kang Toys, and now they're Kang Toys now. So yeah, yeah. so it, really stop anything either. The way I see third party versus knockoff is. Third party is essentially there's a picture on the wall and everyone is tasked with coming up with their own version of how that would look in a real form. Whereas knockoffs are in that same class, but they're just kind of watching everyone else work and stealing other people's ideas and calling it their own. Or just photocopying not, the original. It's, not, it's I was gonna say it's not even that. It's literally I was like, like what Dalton just said. Yeah, like yeah, literally just saying. taking. Like they're, they're looking taking at toys and just taking either, everything unique toys did and claiming it as their own. Either taking like the original work itself and photocopying it, and running it through a photo, you know, a photocopier, or or uh, tracing over it. <laughs> tra- yeah, tracing over. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely well, more along the lines of the photocopy for sure. Just I, running it through well, a scanner. I mean, that's. I mean, with the, the the bad QC on some of them, it'd be the tracing. Okay, so like a knockoff, a knockoff company would be like, you have a picture of G One Springer from the cartoon. Yes, Nick Roche to draw G One, or yes, Nick Roche just to draw Springer the character. You know, you have, let's just say the G One Springer deal that's Hasbro's. You have Nick Roche draw one that's the third party one, but then someone comes along and just takes the picture of the G One Springer and runs it through a scanner. And they put theirs out there. That's your knockoff. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I somewhat yeah. agree with. Yeah, I do agree with what uh, Dalton is saying. But I think that one of the easiest ways, in my opinion, is if I look at a product and by its own creation, it tries to be the original when it's not. That is a knockoff. Yeah. That's separate than third party. Third party takes takes the idea and makes it their own. Whereas if if you know another company takes the designs, makes it exactly the same and sets it as their own, that is that is the product mimicking the original. That's a knockoff. Like, I disagree. I think I think either, I mean as, as from a like feeling. from an objective. Okay, I, yeah, I, I can agree. agree. I actually just said the same thing that Dalton did. I just expelled on. I think it's more or less with third party. It's you're coming up with your own idea from a general from someone else's general concept. So you're kind of like doing your own version, uh, your own interpretation of someone. I don't else's I don't agree. That's what I said. Uh, yeah, I mean, OK, I, I yes. Right. Yeah, but okay. 
I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> you know, it's it's like, uh, it's really case by case. Like, you really can't broad strokes third party. Like, you can broad strokes KO from an, obje- an objective standpoint. A KO is, is simply just copied pieces. Okay. okay, how about this? So, let's let's break it down into three phases then. So, if if I take the exact same toy, replicate it 100%, and sell it as my own, in other words, making it appear to be an original, that's a knockoff. You would agree with that? Yes. If you take yeah. something else, yeah. No, it, you know, I take I take someone's product. You know, yeah. uh, we're we're selling I don't know lighters, and I you know it's a it's a big lighter, and it gets whatever for this, and I take the same day get deck on design, and I make it exactly the same, but I sell it as something else. That that's a knockoff. We yeah. get okay. So a third party, if they take a design or a character and they make it their own, is that a knockoff, or is that no. copyright infringement, and is that different? Copyright I think, it's, I think again, like copyright infringement also comes down to a legal speak that, frankly, like I'm not. None of us here really are qualified. Uh, yeah. But that, just from my I own opinion, like, we would try and do this discussion. Yeah. There's, gonna be, there's gonna be some blurred lines in there. If you're talking yeah. about a a a uh, you know uh, an idea and you're mimicking it, are you stealing that IP? Or are you actually taking just the general idea and making it something different? I think it depends on how transformative it is. Like if you're just taking it's 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 um I don't know. Like I guess the same could be said for like artist alley at these cons as well. The people that, you know, draw their version of these certain figures. Um kind it's kinda of like what Dakota said. It's like drawing it's like drawing your iteration of this um of this character, mm-hmm. but in your own you know, your own version, and then well, you're selling your artwork. And that's kind of how I view it. I'm glad you brought that up. With third uh, parties do. And like if if third parties, if art if artist alley is allowed to sell their creative art, which is just transformative um re recreations of these characters that we all know and love, then why are third parties labeled as, you know, thieves well, or let me, let me, copyright let me, infringing people? Let me throw something when they're doing the same thing just in a 3D format. Yeah, let me let me throw something else in there. Candace. Yo. Okay, so if, <laughs> if you're sitting at Artist Alley, you know, in whatever show, and you're you're drawing a Dinobot, and the guy next to you is drawing a Dinobot, and each of you use your own talents and draw two different pictures of Dinobot, that that is not that, that one has nothing to do with the other, correct? You know, they're not like, like he didn't steal your idea, or you stole his idea, right? They're they're separate, right? But if someone looked at your drawing or took your drawing, traced it, made it their own, would that be a knockoff? Would that be someone stealing your drawing and making it their own? Uh, I would say so. Once again, see, I, I, I think that if you take, even with a toy, if you take the whole generalization of how the toy is made and you make it look like the official, that's a knockoff. If I take Candace's drawing, which I could never do, and duplicate it, I just knocked it off. It's a knock. Right. You stole it. I, I that's correct. Yeah, if you look in the chat, that's what I actually wrote on there. Someone asked how what you know what's the difference, and I'm, you know if if someone 
absolutely steals the idea, reverse engineering, or steals the molds, or is and this happened once before a a worker in one company quit and went to another, and all of a sudden it looked the same. That happened. So you know, to me, that's what knockoff is. You know, it's something pretending to be official that is not. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah. Knockoff yeah. is theft. Third party is unlicensed recreation. Well, well unlicensed IP, IP is something totally different. Yeah. 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 And you have to, and that's another thing too. Again, like IP is something that you have to prove that intellectually Absolutely. you own, and within certain percentages, you know what is considered, what is yours. You know, it and, has and to that's be. Why, in my opinion, I think it's easier to spot a knockoff than it would be IP infringement. I mean, agreed. I think, actually, uh, I don't know. I think it would be more difficult to spot a knockoff, uh, just because like it's. It's intended to no 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 no. I'm saying prove to, to prove that something's a knockoff. If one came from one company that's official and one did not, and they're identical, that's oh okay knockoff. yeah. If you're talking about someone's alliteration or interpretation of a mold, and you no, know, I did it this way. Well, that's IP infringement. Well, that's a little harder to differentiate. Like, yeah, like I, I think if you if you, you hold up like if you hold up like Takara's MP44 and transform elements, uh, freedom leader or whatever he's called right. prime, both of both, you know, their masterpiece prime. Uh, and you showed it to the common person. I think they would be like, Oh yeah, it's both Optimus prime. That's both correct. You know? So, but, but then, you know, I, I guarantee these companies are spending a lot of money defending IP on that more so than a direct knockoff. And then the only reason they can't is because most of it's coming from China, like you said, and it's hard to prosecute. But see what I'm saying? One, I think one's a little easier than the other. If something's a direct knockoff, dude, 100, head to toe, that's my design. You stole it. Whereas you could say, no, man, I was inspired by your character, but I made my own. That's where IP comes in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, you know, all these attorneys make a lot of money. So there you go. Well, then, then comes the loophole of okay, you can't use the symbols and you can't use the names. So it's just a robot that happens to look like Optimus Prime, even though it's not Optimus Prime. Well, then that's you. You use the word loopholes, and that's correct. And the only reason that that is is because now you just turned it into a in the legal world. That's where your problems come in. But you and I both know they they rip. The, it's an IP infringement. You, know, you can look yeah. at it. And go, yeah, that's supposed to be Optimus Prime, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's technicalities at the end of it. At the end of the day, mm. anybody else have anything they wanted to add to this? Sorry, There's I didn't mean to go on tangent there, but chaos or no, trash. Really that's all I wanted to add. Those third party. <laughs> <laughs> Let's agree to disagree it's and move on. Trash. It's move along. Thievery. Move along. No, I let me have my ten minutes to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, yeah, like Mike, Mike definitely has a has a unique point of oh, view. Yeah. All of us, um, because you're uh, you're you're pretty much official or bust. Hell, Hasbro. Shout out to the even even though I got a picture of you holding uh, JX Wing Dragon. Ooh, uh, black, black, blackmail. Talking about it, talking about it being yeah. I don't I mean, know what I have black magic he's talking about. I have the do- I have the documents, Mike. I have the documents. <laughs> black magic. 
busted. I mean, now if there, I mean, there's some that are pretty cool, but I mean, it does not change my point of view of the item. I mean, y'all were talking a few minutes ago about how Hasbro hasn't done anything. I think Tyler tried to sit there and say we all forgot about Unicron. They shut that shit down. Nah, yeah, well, they? that was something they were trying to. That was something they were trying to market at the exact same time. They absolutely shut that shit down. Right. So I mean, they, they, they were going against. Still being made. China? No. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Sure. It's still being made. But at the time, it was not. It was not running against their Unicron. But uh, the videos were taken down from YouTube. Uh, Hasbro put in a complaint. Hasbro won that complaint, at least with YouTube, which is far from a court of law. But uh, <laughs> you know, everything, everything, promotional material for for that Zeta Unicron, uh, which whatever it's one studio, some such, and they're not even they're not even pushing it. You know, they're like they're putting the 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 base like on the head or whatever. They're you know, or putting them on the sh- like they're they're, just, they're pushing it in weird. Weird ways to show, like, okay, this isn't a Unicron. Like, they found their loophole, but you know, to kind of circle back around to Dalton. But yeah, they they absolutely shut that shit down. But now, like, they sold their units. There's no reason for them to not shut it down. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think if third party was such a problem, Hasbro would have tried to shut everyone down already. Well, they tried to stop it from happening. You know, back in the Botcon days. You know. You know, everyone got upset because they thought Savage was putting a hold on that when it was actually Hasbro telling them, this is our official show. We don't want that stuff sold in here. Right. And they can do that. That's their, you know, right. essentially that's what they said. That's and about I, all they I, could do. Yeah. I defended, I defended that. Like, everyone thought it was, you know, unconstitutional. You know, <laughs> like, like this is a private, this is a private event and this company essentially is owning this private event like they can dictate what they do and do not want at their show yeah you know mm-hmm. so <coughs> it's it's I not here nor there anymore right so i don't i don't think anyone can get yeah. mad at them for, for that oh they did <laughs> they, did, they right. definitely did oh no i know i know people did but i don't think anyone has a reason to get mad at them for that like they're well within their rights with that shit dude so i just realized i still have this christmas tree up <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I was gonna leave it up. It's only six months away. Yeah, you know. I mean, it did just do. snow, so it's not like you're <laughs> late. We didn't get it down here, unfortunately. Got a little bit of rain, but um, caponators. But yeah, so like, I mean, and, and again, like, man, I really do see Mike's point of view on it. Um, where I stand at the end of the day is, you know, there's there's third party stuff. There's third party making stuff that I just don't think Hasbro. Will ever get around to making, uh, and so if they I do, have... I buy it. You know, I buy the stuff that Hasbro makes. Like to me, like I'm supporting characters that I think are so niche that you know I, I want them to invest more into niche characters. Like I mean, I've got the uh, C Impactor, the perfect Impactor, but I still bought both of the Hasbro ones because, like, yeah, give me more of that. You know, to me, it's all about you know yeah. support to get what I want from that official that official capacity. I and I feel and a lot more comfortable dropping that Siege Impactor than I do that MMC Impactor. I mean, not intentionally, obviously, but... So, to that point, I feel like Hasbro and Takara, the official companies, are letting third party exist because it, not only does it keep the adult collector community alive, because let's face it, if we didn't have third party constantly 
pumping blood into this community, the, the adult market would have died out years ago. Disagree. Because, well, when they went into the Combiner Wars, or maybe it wasn't Combiner, what was the line where they were like losing money? I think it was the Fall of Cybertron shit, the Generations. Uh, when it was like cost of plastics or something, they had to cut down on certain stuff. Um, either way, I think um, because they know that there's people that love the third-party stuff, but there's also people like you guys that put official on a pedestal that could also play into part as to how they can ask these prices and they know to stick it to third party. The official guys are going to pay that because of, let's be honest, the car stuff is worth the price of admission. In my personal opinion, I bought every Beast Wars figure aside from that uh, hot tamale Harambe. Um, <laughs> I've, I've uh, I bought every official Beast Wars figure. Um, car is put out um but i i don't know i think uh i think the third party market is healthy for the community and i think that hasbro sees it that way as well i think it's healthy for us to get what we want for sure but i think i think for the brand maybe not so much i think when third party started doing six versions of each character and was competing with takara on every character they put out from the g1 stuff that's when they decided to switch to Beast Wars because there's hardly any competition there. And ultimately well, you, you see the price influx in, in the Beast Wars stuff compared to the G1 stuff. But see, and like that's so there's 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 a, a few things like we'll touch on when we get to the topic, but uh, you know, like third party started at Chug and then Hasbro came out swinging. And like even even though yeah, that FOC stuff was shit, the rest of the stuff in that that generation's year banner, that 2013 banner was money in the bank. They were doing what the fans wanted. They were doing the IDW designs. They were tying it in with the the current comic books at the time. Like they listened to the fandom hardcore and that that line, yeah, the fall of Cybertron. Well, maybe portion, maybe it was just after that. Didn't land so well. But that like there was a lot of outcry with Combiner Wars, but fucking everybody was buying Combiner Wars too. Like, you know, the, the same people that were bitching about these uh, remold repaints were still picking them up for, for their combiners. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for, like it, it's yeah, there was there was that that complaining going on, but it didn't gate anything. It didn't negate that, you know, it was it was putting money in the bank. That's where we saw uh, third parties make the shift to legends and masterpiece and almost like I think all but like one or two companies abandoned chug altogether because hasbro owned that chug market like yeah the fans project minasaur looked really good and very intricate and it was a pain in the ass to transform and all that but when you could have bought the hasbro combiner wars one and maybe spend another 40 bucks or 50 bucks whatever on the perfect effect upgrades like you know it still wasn't even a comparable price between that fans project and then the bigger you know uh hasbro one well, even, even, even you know, even the following year with the Titans Return line, I mean, that pretty much killed everything Fans Project was doing with their headmasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can get a you can get a headmaster at retail for seventeen bucks instead of sixty bucks from Fans Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody was a headmaster, and that was really weird. But you know, they did a damn good job with the ones that were supposed to be. <laughs> exactly. So. I don't know. That's uh, anybody else got any? I mean, I didn't know, Mike, if you wanted to further elaborate. Nope, I can sum it up in one word: trash. <laughs> <laughs> Move along. Move along. Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, 
You say what you say, and I'm going to disagree with you. At least someone can. So, but uh, back to Razor Beast. <laughs> <laughs> After that huge tangent. That, that mid-topic that mid beast banging. Uh, so what's cool with Razor Beast is you can do various things with his weapon. You can still leave it stored on his back and give him some like over-the-head shoulder cannons, head and shoulders. Um, which is something I like. You guys know I love weapon storage, and uh, Beast Wars is pretty great at that. Something that really set it apart from its predecessor, not having a bunch of loose-ass accessories all over the place. Um, and obviously it can come off and fit into his hands as a double-barreled blaster. But the aesthetic here to Razor Beast Man blaster. is just... Uh, yeah, man. Fucking that Yeehaw blaster. <laughs> um, I'm personally I, like, more like privy I said, to man. having it on the back with the cannons coming out the back over his shoulders. Yeah. I like that look a lot. Yeah, more. I keep I keep mine displayed like that too. Um, yeah, that's the way it is. I just well, I, and like what's what's cool is he used it like that in the comics too. Like he used it kind of both ways. But uh, I thought it was I thought it was neat. What were you gonna say, Dalton? Uh, hold on. Uh, I was saying, you know, with it being on a friction hinge, I prefer it being up on the back of the robot. Because otherwise, it's, it's a tight friction hinge. hinge. Yeah, yeah, it's my, a tight friction floppy. hinge, though. Uh, you got a little floppy problem? <laughs> yeah. Might need to see a doctor about that. Yeah, you might. So, anyways, let's get into the artwork. This is where things uh, get a little... I, I know that Kabar... And That's a coyote Verno, on his a wild, chest. A, <laughs> a coyote with a haircut. Yeah. For real, it's as a fox. Is it a fox? But um, Kabar and Verno had the opportunity to interview the artist uh, that that drew this uh, for for Kenner back in the day, uh, and this is the the card art, no pun intended, um, for uh, Razor Beast. But it was depicted with him. Uh, with his blaster like split down the middle, and I can't remember if they asked this guy specifically about that. Um, but you know, the only pre-production Razor Beast stuff we've seen has been the test shots that are probably still on eBay, the the black and the gray ones. And there's no real molding differences there. There's some hardware differences, but you know, no actual molding differences. So I'm kind of curious if maybe the first like like the first hard copy, you know, resin piece, maybe had that blaster split down the middle. So he could have a, uh, you know, kind of dual wield weapons and like, and even the way the horns are on the head, um, if maybe they change that, um, that later on to have them. Well, that would have had to been paint. really early on. Right, right. Like I said, I don't know if maybe they sent this guy. I don't know if he had the actual model to work with, or if they just sent him pictures that they took of razor beasts that they had in that conceptual stage because i mean we, like brett you and i both know that like there's hard copies that have different molded pieces and, and they even paint them up and use them in promotional you know materials that's what i was going to say even the the card artwork and everything is doesn't look anything like that so it looks more like the production piece so i think anything that would have been done before prior to production pre-production was minor. I don't think the two guns, unless I think that was an early concept that was nixed early on. Yeah. And I know there's those interior line art drawings that we see pop up every now and again of like, uh, 
you know, how they intend to, you know, there, there's like essentially like the two dimensional designers concept, you know, where it's, it's going to show your sculpting and both modes and things like that. And we, we've seen some of that in tfraw.com has a lot of those up for various characters too. Um, I wonder if maybe that was like intentionally like part of, it. I don't know if they sent these guys this, this, this kind of 2d rough sketch and was like, Hey, make this, this card art based off of this, you know, and here's, here's the colors we're going to want to use. Like, I, I don't know really what materials those artists, um, had to kind of work with. I, I reached out to the, to the guy to see if he would come on stasis lock. And he was like, uh, yeah. Then he, then he stopped, uh, he stopped responding. So, you know, when some, you lose some, but, uh, I just thought it was interesting, interesting of how derivative, you know, and like, you know, Pterosaur and Rattrap, like they weren't as derivative, uh, you know, and, and neither were some of the others, but Razor Beast definitely kind of stood apart from what we ended up getting, the head sculpt and the, the weapon and stuff like that. So that was, uh, that was just kind of my deal. Is this from the card game? Kabara has that in the chat, but I'm curious myself. Yeah, yeah. The card game used the same artwork that the that the box and figure card art did. So it was just easier for me to grab this picture from the card that I had from the uh, mutating card game. I love that game. It's a fun game to play, especially when you've been drinking. I did not feel like <laughs> I would have that much fun until I started beating everyone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Brett. Dude, you and Brett were like just being bullies on that game. Y'all kept using Optimus and Megatron, knowing good and damn well what was going to happen. Well, isn't that the point? The win? I mean, I don't know. Y'all were, y'all were being sweaties about it. Y'all were running over us about it. <laughs> definitely to bring it again this year. Oh, man, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm definitely bringing it. But yeah, it's a fun fun game. If you if you guys can find it online, I recommend uh, picking it up, playing with some friends. I bought it the I whole wish... thing complete for five dollars at a value village here, which is like you did. Deal. Yeah, yeah. God, dude, I think I paid about fifty bucks for mine. Man, if that's five dollars Canadian. That'd be at least what a dollar seventy five American. Yeah, something like that. Right, man. Think of the savings. Yeah, got to start going to Value Village up there by uh, Canadian Tire and Gundam. <laughs> Yep. But uh, yeah, I wish uh, someone like I wish I was good, decent enough at like making like apps and stuff to just rip rip off this game and make a mobile app for it. Oh, I'd love that. Like I wouldn't even want profit on it. I just wish I would be good enough to to just, just make put it out there this, for free. <laughs> put out there for free, no so, ads. You know, so any of our listeners that are you know app geniuses, there you go, make it happen. Yeah, be fun to play, man. It's a fun game. If, if anyone needs, like, you know, the the rules and all that, like, hit me up. Like, I'll, I'll send scans over. I'll type them up, whatever, whatever I got to do, because uh, I, th- I think that would be really fun, especially just for the Beast Wars community at large to to be able to play, especially whole, on a mobile for device. the Transformers community. God, that, well, new. <laughs> screw those guys. Give them too guys. much. Too much yeah, to you give them too much. They got they got Forge to fight and whatever else. So, all right, moving right along. Good stuff. Uh, you can follow us on our social medias at Instagram.com slash Stasis Lock Podcast, Facebook.com slash Beast Wars, Twitter.com slash Stasis Lock Cast. And you can always email us your questions or uh, any topic ideas you might have for the show at Stasis Lock Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, The Beast Wars Society. And if you're an audio listener, go ahead and give us a subscribe on YouTube. I know it's counter 
productive to you being an audio listener, but it helps us out. Uh, and don't forget to join our Facebook group, the Beast War Society. It's a buy, sell, trade, and discussion group. Answer those so, questions. Yeah, answer them questions. We are light on news this week. I think we got two pieces. Three pieces. We got our standard, the Ultra Gear Stasis Lock Photo Op. Bring your masterpiece cheat order, Pizza Robocon, July 24th to 25th, 2020, Louisville, Kentucky, for an epic galloping gyroscopic gathering of the most open cheat doors in one location. I think it'll be pretty fun. I'll bring the prototype there. If anyone wants to, I, I don't know, rub their face on it, you can do that. I don't care. Um, Just watch it that. afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's going to be your birthday gift to me then. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bring mine, but don't don't rub don't rub on. Dalton, me. mighty bold of you, <laughs> mighty bold of you. <laughs> uh, Brett, did you get an MP cheat or proto? Yeah, I got it from Brian. Oh, I forgot about that. All right, yeah. He took my uh, best offer. <laughs> he took your best offer. <laughs> <laughs> he had it up for eBay. You know, whatever it was, or best offer. So I gave him my best offer. 20 bucks. It's a, Remember, I'm cheap. So it's a it's a neat it's a 20 neat bucks. Product, man. I, I love the, the the green and the clear. Like I like it more than my, my MP primal prototype. It, it, it came with more stuff too. Yeah, it came with the like at the time we <laughs> thought they just weren't gonna happen. The uh the communicators that we ended yeah. up getting with Ravage. Holy and I wonder if fuck. Whoa, I wonder if they re- released those uh um communicators because like it got out to the to the fandom so listen like they were they were molded i have an idea kabar in the chat just said better bring some terrasol to spray it down with afterwards (laughs) now we can make that happen what if for robocon we get like 25 cans of axe and hand out cans of terrasol to all the stinky fatties at the space <laughs> with the logo on the I can. Mean, I would I would rather go with Lysol. <laughs> I mean um and it'd be cheaper than Axe. Can we is there a way to mix Lysol and Axe body spray? Lemon scent. At that point you're just bleaching skin. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad. <laughs> uh, did I just ask how to make napalm? Because maybe that's. <laughs> I, I, I think you just figured it out. Of course, we'd have to ask Mike for the license to use his idea, because otherwise, we're just third-party trash. But Ooh. well, uh, we also got to get Candace because uh, she's the one that came up with the artwork. Right? Yeah. No, that's she's true. From well, technically, she stole from Mike. It was his IP. <gasps> we may be. Oh, oh. Oh, KO. <laughs> we may be. We may be. KO. <laughs> we may be. We may be out of. We may be out of pocket a lot on this one, paying licensing fees. Oh, you, so, uh, you make it about to be all nice and sweet and everything, and there you are knocking off someone else's idea. Dang. So, um, per everyone's Stasis Lock contract, anything said on Stasis Lock belongs to Stasis Lock, uh, but does not reflect the opinions Ooh. of Stasis Lock. So <laughs> that's why I'm not saying anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next piece of news, the Transart Toys Transmetal Primal. A lot of folks were under this weird assumption that it was just an upscale knockoff of the original. But seeing all of these pieces definitely kind of puts that theory to bed. Um, Part of that is like these kind of centerpieces here for uh, where the chest plug in. Uh, The original toy, it was all just like the... I think it was like three pieces and they weren't even 
these kind of pieces and you get all the all this extra like little like there's not this many pieces on that original toy. no nowhere near <laughs> like maybe so, a third the maces look a little a little strange like you can see this is where they're going to plug in probably to sit closer uh up against the back like that but i think they'll look really weird if you don't have them like posed at the right angle that said i never take the maces off of my ape link or my transmetal primal so I don't care. They're going to stay on his backpack anyways. Yeah, they're always going to be a turret. But uh, Transart, if you're listening, I would love to buy this test shot uh, from you. I um, Could you please put it together first? Or, you know, I'll put it together. <laughs> I'll, I'll just include the hardware. I'll do it. Um, Anyone and, notice uh, the gradient from left to right? It's like a purple over to a light bronzish, almost pink. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I guess like that. those may be interior pieces made of a different material. Oh like, yeah, I'm sure it's not going to affect anything. I'm just saying it's interesting that it's like a, a, a purple, a bland purple on one side, and it just like gradients over to like this brighter <laughs> bronzeish pink, bronze bronzeish pink. I wonder if this go. was just to, to be like like the, the mold sprue breakdown. Maybe I don't know. Also, trans this material too. Trans art, if you're listening, uh, would you send me some free shit to review? I'll review. I'll review stuff for you. Uh, even though I just said earlier that. I kind of don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Slacker. Send me free shit, please. Basically. No, I mean, like I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Like it's, it's nothing that is going to like be a big thing for me necessarily, but just to kind of move along that masterpiece shelf. Like I'm, I'm about this. I hope we, I I think I said it last week. I hope we see some, some Cheetor stuff soon for their transmission. So. Kabar asked Dakota, "How much did you offer them for this?" Um. So here's here's where I'm at on it. Two and a half green ramulances. <laughs> Absolutely not. To me, <laughs> official prototypes are definitely worth more money. I mean, th- that's just. That's that's subjective, yes, but it's also very objective. This is um, Transformers history, though. This is the first transmetal third party. No, it's, figure. Making, it's making transforming robots history. It's not making Transformers history. Transforming, transforming robots history. That's correct. Transformers history would be Hasbro first car making it. That's, that's true. it. Right. I would pay double what the MSRP for a final produced version would be for this test shot. I think that's more than generous for a third-party test shot. Brett, you have bought some third-party test shots before, haven't you? Mm. Did I? <laughs> yeah, you had those uh, those KFC sharks. Um, <laughs> those were given to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was going to ask what what ballpark <laughs> am I in here as far as like offering double MSRP? Maybe I'm overshooting it, man. Maybe they're like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I'm literally while you were talking about. It, I'm like, yeah, I got that, and I have what was the one called Ollie? Oh, oh the uh, the X Transbots Ollie. You have the Ollie prototype. I do, and I have another one like a Beachcomber one, and they, I, they were all given to me different oh. times. But I mean, yeah. I don't know that. That's one of those areas. I don't. I don't know what they'd be worth. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird one, man. Like now, I know 
just because it's like, I mean, like obviously when you're talking about Dinobot, like that's where my offer will definitely go up because that's my favorite character. So if like JX is doing a Transmetal 2 Dinobot, I will hound them until they block me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but once again, like I mean, I'm sure there's some wheelie fans out there or Beachcomber fans or whatever that would pay a lot more than other that still doesn't say what it's actually really well there, well then there's like like so when you say the, the wheelie fans like the biggest wheelie fan to me is cobra zartan our buddy matt um <laughs> he wouldn't he he would give it back to you he does uh-huh. not do third party no you you're, know? Missing, you're missing the point what i was trying to say is as far as uh, uh, figuring out their value you can't take someone that wants it simply because they really really want it you, you know you need to know what fair market value is and I think it would be tough for something like this. Yeah. Well, there's like there was, and again, it just depends on the piece too. Because like I think there was a test shot for Bold Forms Minosaur that's probably still up on eBay right now. Um, person can't sell it. <laughs> so, yeah. Like I said, I, th- I think I think twice the MSRP offer for for a test shot. I think that's fair. Transart, you got uh, holler at your boy Primal Sabbath. Uh, Primal got- Sabbath at gmail.com. You got competition in the uh, in the <laughs> chat here. TM2DB says, "Hey, no, Transmetal Two Dinobot is mine. Fight me." TM2DB, it most certainly is not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, <laughs> it definitely won't be. I've got the I've got the resin for the original, so I really would like if JX did one. I would I wouldn't hit them up for a test shot. I would definitely hit them up for the resin prototype of the one that they make. Uh, just to go with the uh, the one that I have, I'd also want the, the test shot too. I mean, I'd, I'd want them all, but um, like I said, I would I would bug them until they told me that if they told me like you got to hop on a plane and come get it, I will buy plane tickets the next day. Be a little counterproductive, but I would do it. So, anyways, I'm looking forward to this. I, I wish they would have put assembled pictures out. Maybe they did because I don't know how to use Weibo and I'm pretty sure this was posted on Weibo, but uh not not our luck. It'll be up in like two hours after we're done with the show. I'm good with that. Give us something to talk about next week. Right. But uh I'm excited for that. Finally the next Transformers Generation Selects. This was teased from the TFPR account, TF underscore PR, which is Transformers press release for Takara Tomy. Uh, and they, they tweeted this out uh, yesterday, I think. So it looks like the next Transformers Generation Selects is probably within 99.9% certainty going to be God Neptune. Um, it looks like it's going to be a box set, thank goodness. Um, and I'm ready for it. Yeah. Is anyone else going to get it? Because, I mean, I know some of y'all yeah. are just like, no, American well, only, you know, whatever. No, I mean, I got the these here but i mean as long as they fix the issues from what we had problems with now there won't be a problem i mean i mean i mean there's a i mean i'm not the only one there's other people who have issues out there um with their uh, uh well that's just the combiners in general you're gonna have that whether they fix it or not there's gonna be always some sort of issue well, no, there was a lot of issues on these where they it won't stand straight up; it just falls right over. Or Does it, is uh, it like a backwards fall, a frontwards fall? Forward, like what's the forward fall? Forward oh, fall. it's the it's the ratchet on the hips are a little soft. Yeah, the hips oh. on the snap on turtle uh, turtles is bad. 
uh, overbites uh, Beast Head, flips right off uh, one of his arms. If you bring it down the side, mine came right off. Um, Damn. The uh, chest piece won't stick in on Turtler in combined mode it, at the top. Just the just the uh, middle port will hold it, but the two top ones won't hold it at all. The the it won't hold weapons up. The arm will sling down. I mean, there's some significant issues with it. Trash. <laughs> For the amount of money you're spending on it, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I never oh, understood why they were double the price than the. Uh, what did they remold it from again? Why are they double the price on the website? They remolded it from various, like I think some of them were like uh, horror con or whatever the 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 abominous guys Terracon. Yeah. Some of them were Terracons remolds. One was a Power of the Primes uh, Chromia remold. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were just general remolds of the various combiner stuff that's come out. Um, damn. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, here's here's my deal with the with the Beast Wars second C cons. Um, you know, and I always say like I get a combiner to combine it, and so far that has rang true. All of my combiners in my collection are combined for display. A lot of that is shelf space, but most of it's because like, all right, I like this combined form. That said, man, I love the C cons as a unit and not as a combiner. Like I love the way they all play off of each other in, in the anime and that, yeah, fuck that would bum me out, dude, especially, you know, like I know the reason they were so much was they were very limited run since they were Takara Tomy generation selects. I know Takara didn't make as many units as like say Hasbro does for the Hasbro generation selects because usually when those Takara gener generation selects are gone, like they're gone. There's well, no now, buying them back off of TakaraTomiMall.com, you know? Well, see, and that's another thing is they're also Takaratomi Mall exclusives, which is also going to increase the price. Mm. Not, not significantly, but a little bit because these are... Right. Well, and the fact that, like, there's no other Japanese retailer that's, like, allowed to sell them because Takaratomi Mall exclusives where, like, the Hasbro selects... You know, you can get them in Entertainment Earth. You can get them at Big Bad Toy Store. You can get them, you know, they're Hasbro Pulse. You can get them, you know, wherever else. I think Toys R Us Canada carries them, you know? Like, the way that's not the case for the Takara Tomy ones. So, someone's clicker not working? Uh, <laughs> someone had said they were hoping, because there's a lot of talks that it's the Beast Wars 2 colors or... Oh, yeah. But then they're actually putting pictures that they're thinking that it might actually be the... The colors off the one from the uh, Transformer Collectors Club. No, Club, the, the universe <laughs> I, I colors. That were well, I think if they if they redo all six, I mean, unless they you know give you know uh, the color correct for the sixth one, where Beast War Two was just five five of them. Right. And well, you see, like they're teasing this as the combiner and not as like the individual forms. I think this is going to be a five figured box set. Because I think in the Legends manga, there there were only five of them anyways. I don't think there were all six. I mean, uh, they'd the probably Beast sell color. you all six anyway. Why would Maybe. they go through the trouble of recoloring five and leave the sixth one out? Why wouldn't they just Because the sixth one never had a more? the sixth one never had a color scheme. Yeah, but that's never just, they would be from offering slapping it. a name on the box and just giving it to you. Here, that's buy it. True. Fanboy. But like I know for me, like and, and like that's that's another thing. Like Takara cares more about the the lore behind their product. Um, to make sure they get it right, uh, I don't think I, I 
I'm more than willing to be happily wrong, I guess, but like I'd still leave that sixth member in the box. Like, well, I don't need it. With, with that being said, do you think you know we won't get any of the individual guns that came with the Seacons? We'll just get the weapons to create the trident. I think or, if they were gang molded with them, then we'll see them. But honestly, like that's another thing. I don't need the gun. Um, or the guns they didn't. They, so. If they, if they do, if they do, in the box, you know. Well, the the only one that would come with the gun attached to him would be Scalor or uh, Galagon. Can't remember if that's how the the coelacanth, the weird piranha looking fish. Yeah. Oh, the ray fish. No. No. Which one? Gulf. He's a piranha. Oh, Gulf. Gulf okay. Because his becomes the tail fin. Right. Well, well that would have to come with weapons. That would if have I had to, to come guess. with it. Yeah, if I had to guess, they'd all come with the with the gun weapons. But I mean, I'll figure it out. Uh, I know for my other combiners, I just like plug them in the ports wherever you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this reveal. What do you guys think this thing's gonna cost? Easily $200. I, yeah, I'd say if they're going for a box set all together instead of individuals, yeah, it'd be 200 flat. I'd, I'll be the odd man out and just say 250 I can see that still. Yeah, I was I mean, thinking 250 myself. I mean, you actually have to think of it right now. I mean, the secondary market on just the Seacons, as floppy and crappy as some of them are, are going anywhere from five fifty to seven hundred dollars in the secondary market for the whole set. Jeez. That's crazy. So guarantee you I will be putting two in my box. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Like I wouldn't as 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 much as I want this god Neptune, and to me, I think this would kind of stand in as my MP God Neptune. I don't think I would do. I don't think I would bank on one. And you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. All those other Takar Tomy exclusive combiners were, you know, big money. Grand Galvatron and stuff like that. Mega yep. Mega Empress Megatronia, whatever they called her. Yeah, so, what about you, Britt? As far as how much? How much? Yeah, how much? No, how much do they're going to ask for it? Do you remember the last time I bought a new figure? I have no idea what these things are. <laughs> a couple weeks ago? So I have no idea. I don't I don't what what did they what did they individuals sell for? The uh, deluxes were like thirty five on uh, pulse. Yep. And, and then the big one, he was like what, sixty? Sixty yep. or sixty nine? That's, that's third party prices. That is third party prices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. I'd but say I think like and two hundred plus, then yeah, probably. I I'd think I think yeah. It is. I think because they were boxed individually, like that also kind of. I think like as a box set, like box sets are usually always cheaper. You know, like as far as what you get in the box set. So while I definitely think two fifty, 
it could likely just be uh, 200. Someone said that, I think Abar said, uh, Unite Warriors Baldigus was like 189. Yeah, it was the so. same with the Bruticus. I think I paid, yeah, I paid up to like $200 for the Bruticus when I bought it. Yeah, the Unite Warriors are usually around 150 to 190. I can't wait for the, uh, for the manga to come out with it. I've been following that, that Takara generation select storyline. And, uh, that's been a pretty fun read. I've liked it. I like the, I like the legends manga too. Like, I just, I don't know. I like that. They do that with their stuff, even though it's not pack in anymore. It's all online. I mean, it's easier to follow online anyways, I guess. Yeah. That is our, uh, well, I, I think anybody was... else like, I think there was supposed to be a Japanese show this weekend, like a convention, but with Hmm. the current state of affairs, I think we'll probably just see images online this weekend. Yeah. A damn PBR virus. (laughs) The beer bug. Yep. Oh, well, it'd be interesting. Candace, what do you think the price is going to be? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, 251, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that because Drew carries a lot of weight. And the actual retail price is no. All the all the 250. <laughs> all the 250 buyers are just like giving Candace a snide look right now. Are you gonna be in for that, Candace? The the God Candace Neptune? Hate- no, I don't think so. No, is it is it because no, only why do you, the North why American do you Beast Wars? Beast Wars? Uh, I think it's well, I think it's because only the North American exists and the rest is fan fiction, right, Candace? <laughs> I just haven't gotten into it yet. So she likes stats. Funny, mm-hmm. funny you mention uh, I'm putting so much power. money into these other ones right now. I don't uh, the ones I really care about. So I don't uh, I don't need more. <laughs> Candace is like I only buy American. America. Beast Wars. That's fair. <laughs> unless unless it's boy, right? Because you know it's it's that's that's the that's the loophole. If it's a, if it's a primal, you got to get it. Yeah. All right. Well, next couple we'll of months these, are going to uh, be disappointing. <laughs> so it's getting into Beast Wars oh. second. How's it going to be disappointing? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually excited about it because, like, when I tried to watch it by myself, I kept falling asleep. Not because it's like bad, but because it's a lot of reading. And it's usually when I was watching it, it was on my tablet while I was a passenger while driving somewhere. And reading plus being comfy in a car just immediately makes me pass out as a fucking almost thirty year old. Tyler, Tyler's like, if there's more than three words on a page, I'm not interested in it. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's just, I don't know. My man Tyler hates reading. He hates it. Yeah, well, to be fair, I've never been a fan of subtitles. I I would prefer an English dub, but it's not possible right now, so whatever. It's all fine, you know. We're all uncultured. You're uncultured, I mean. We're all cultured. (laughs) That's okay. Whatever. (laughs) Don't know what you mean by that, but okay. We have a viewer question slash topic tonight. This was from Sean W. in the Beast War Society. Um, he has posted uh, the new price of MP32 Optimus Primal uh, and has noted how it has skyrocketed recently. And I kind of want to get everyone's feel on why that is. Um, he wants to get everyone's feel on why that is. I got a couple of ideas, but I want to let all you guys go first. So, 
Brett, if you're there, go first. If not, uh, Dalton. Oh, there he is. Okay, Brett's here. I am lurking. Um, I haven't really been following it. I was actually surprised when you said that. And as a matter of fact, I asked Mike which one he was talking about. We were both confused on it. I, I didn't know if it was the animated one or the uh, the original one or what. Um, yeah, the show accurate. So I get that. Um, the only thing I could think of is, and and I'm assuming it's sold out everywhere, is because mm-hmm. with all the hype with how good Dinobot, Black Arachnia, that people want to go back and pick up the main leader of, you know, the Maximals. And because of that, this you, you have a, and I'm going to call it a temporary spike increase. That, that would be my understanding of it. That's interesting. Um, you know, and originally, we'll just talk, I guess, U.S. dollar prices. It originally uh, retailed in the U.S. from U.S. sellers for 120 And, like, it was, it was an open one that sold on eBay for, like, 275 plus shipping. Yeah, but is that really a fluke or they, they normally – I mean, my understanding is they're going well, for 200 Well, there was one that sold just recently was, before that for 250 Okay, so two and then one for two eighty five is yeah. definitely realization priced right now to two hundred plus. Mm-hmm. So that's like still an plus. okay. That's still an increase. Um, I think I got mine cheaper than one twenty, but even so, oh well, yeah, I mean, we all ordered from Japan, or you know, I think you bought, probably bought yours used at the time, and they were still no. readily available. We're, we're not talking about the animated one. We're talking about the the, the black right. and white one. Yeah, no, yeah. I I bought that from a, a retail store. And I, I think I want to say it was maybe just under a hundred. That's what I thought. I, I remember, thought, I remember I mine, my, my show, but weren't you? The show accurate primal was, was a hundred bucks and the, the anime accurate, they were both a hundred dollars. Um, we were buying from HLJ at the time, I think. Yeah. Well, and that, that brings on another thing that I talked to Mike about. I mean, like I got the, the animated color one, the one with the, uh, uh, that was more show color. I, I see. I get them mixed up. There's the one that's that's black, and the other the one is toy more... color. There's there's toy color, and then there's there's show colors. Okay, Let's... the toy color one is uh, which one increased in price? The, the show, show color. color. Okay, the first that's, one. That's amazing because I actually got that off eBay for fifty bucks. Open. Damn. Yeah. I did not get that through a retailer. The retailer one I got was the, the black and white one, which is more toy accurate. So uh, the only thing I can think of, like I said, is and I still go by that, is that because all these characters are coming out, <coughs> excuse me, that they they're they're jumping back and getting the one they missed. And I think I still think it's a temporary spike. Okay, I th- I Dalton, think, what about I think you? You're right. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Uh, I honestly think it's because next year is the 25th anniversary, and every year with one of these anniversary things, prices spike a little bit. And then with everyone else being sold out, people are wanting to cash in on the anniversary hype. Okay. Tyler, what about you? I'm with Brett to a degree. I do think it's a now that the line's a little more fleshed out and with like Tigatron coming and it looks promising that we're probably going to get a whole cast, if not most of them, at least at least one side, um, more than the other. 
And I think people <laughs> are going back to uh, to try and pick him up. And now is like the perfect time to, you know, raise the price on in the secondary market. But not only that, it's the first Beast Wars masterpiece figure. And uh, maybe that holds some sort of novelty for whatever well, reason. I've uh, never understood the secondary market, to be quite honest with don't you. Don't you think so. maybe it might be those that thought maybe the first one was a fluke, but since it's doing so well, ooh, I better, better go back and pick that one up. Yeah, I mean, I do also think that there's a lot of people that are kind of coming around to the Beast Wars MPs that first, like, objected against it. Like, what, what weren't fans of the idea of Beast Because, like, I remember when Primal first uh, was announced, there was people saying that it shouldn't even be part of the Masterpiece line. And now would you look at it, there still uh, are. however many <laughs> figures, yeah, but like, look however many figures we are later, and the Beast Wars Masterpiece are the best that the line has produced over the they past smooth. years. Pre-order yep. sell out the fastest than any of the others. But I also agree with Dalton that it has to do with timing also. When you have those that, uh, that grow up with certain genres, once they get into where they can have disposable income, they go back for that stuff. And it happens every, usually about every 10 years. And I think, it, it, and I haven't done the numbers, but it might be just one of those things where it's hitting that time where, those that grew up with Beast Wars are now coming into, you know, they're out on their own. They're getting disposed well, to come they're jumping back and getting that. That could be part of it, too. What I was getting at was the 25th anniversary is next year. And that's why we're seeing this increase. Um, not not to downplay what you're saying, but I think it, it even back with G1, G2 and everything, it, it everything goes in. Um, Ten highs and lows, and it usually around ten years, and it has to do with people coming into what they grew up with to when they had disposable income. I think that has more to do with it, although it does happens to tie in with what you're talking about. I think it has more to do with those wanting that genre that are coming into the money. I think it has something to do with it. Yeah, yeah Mike, what do you think? I think uh, people got stimulus money burning a hole in their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> They're just throwing it out. That, well, when we were talking about the, uh, what was that, the, the Bacon Megatron 2006? Yeah. That dude couldn't have put that out at the middle perfect time. Mm -hmm. That going to go for stupid, and I'll say stupid money because I don't think it's worth anywhere near what it's at now. I'm uh, looking at It's funny you should mention I'm actually looking at it right now. Jump up. <laughs> Yeah, it's at five seventy now. Yeah, and and, and it's, it's got six days. Out. It's got six days left on it. Do you know what it started at? Do you know what the, the starting starting price is? Five hundred. Yeah. So with what it comes down to is when the government gives you money, <laughs> emulate the economy. <laughs> you get it, you stupidly. So that's you get to stimulate happens. the economy. Well, I mean that's what it's for. It's for stupid spending. It's not to, you know, it's it's not to like to invest or whatever. I mean, like obviously pay your bills, but. That's what um, it's paid for to pay your bill. So basically, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> yeah, like, but like, like I know with with some of that stimulus money, like you know, a lot of people either through unemployment or still being employed still had their bill paying money, and uh, you know they they just got an extra twelve hundred bucks, you know, just to again stimulate the economy. Like do do that buying, like keep money flowing in the economy. I guess and, and I flow guess I'm boring in that aspect. I, I was I, I never lost unemployment or anything like that, but I used it to pay bills. I'm sorry. I yeah. also think um, I, I kind of want to touch what Brett said, and it is it could possibly be that 
it is the first MP Beast War one that came out. I mean, because has MP38 gone up in value as well, or just 32? Well, MP38 kind of went down because it wasn't moving, but I think Leonardo mentioned that like he just he just got his for 120, which is retail. So it's kind of sort of on that upslope, just back to so where it was. About I got dirt cheap, evidently. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it dropped at some point. All of them. That's that's the other thing. I'll say that with any toy. Well, not any, but most toys, they will highs and lows. You're gonna get ups and downs. So. Like I said, I still think in Tyler Reef, it's just temporary. Yeah, I think uh, the reason why the original MP32 is spiking and the repaint is not could also be that like a a lot of the fans that are buying this masterpiece stuff, at least in the States, are really only privy to the uh, North American Beast Wars show. And if they're backtracking to get it, they're going to get the show accurate one and not the repaint one. Because like uh, maybe a lot of people don't even know about the Japanese stuff. I still run into people on in in the in our own group, the Beast Wars Society, that don't know what Beast Wars Second or Beast Wars Neo is. Right. So. Well, I think I think honestly, the the same could be said for the Japanese market too. Like that, that Toy Colors Primal, the anime Primal from the Beast Wars Second movie, he was in the movie for ten minutes. Where Japan, just like us, they had that full thirteen episode or twenty six episode first season, you know, of of MP thirty two Primal. So I think universally, the the Western uh, show colors Primal is is more well known. Yeah, that and a lot of people just assumed it was the toy colors, and really right. It- if you have nostalgia for it, then sure it's worth something. But if not, then I like I don't I don't see the the repaint raising in price for any reason. But I think I think it's understandable that um, the primal is kind of spiked. I do kind of I think it was Kabar that mentioned it in our chat there. Or maybe it was on the boards. He was saying that like it, it's almost it's almost definite that they'll probably do a reissue. And they've already re- reissued him once or twice. Was it twice? Twice. Twice. Yeah, so if there's still a demand for him, I, I can only imagine that they'll reissue him again for probably 140 or 150 at this point. But yeah, Candace, yeah. Uh, Candace, what about you? Man, I think you guys pretty much covered most of it, but I will say I think it's just temporary. Sounds like the categories. I think next time you should put Candace up front beside you so that she can get a word in before the rest of us go off on tangents. I'll just follow in the squares on my screen, but yeah. Um, I will introduce uh, something that admittedly I heard someone else talk about and it didn't occur to me until I did hear uh, them talk about it. Proto Man put a video up for the Transformers Slag podcast that he does uh, covering the exact same topic. Uh, earlier today. Um, just coincidental, I guess, Sean asked us about this as well. But uh, his 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 line of thinking, there's a little bit of misinformation in that video too, uh, for what it's worth, not taking a dig at the guy. But uh, he kind of got some numbers wrong and some some little factual information wrong. But other than that, it is an, an interesting take. Um, the uh, The movie, the news of the movie coming out, uh, for what is it, twenty twenty two? He he kind of drew some parallels to where the fandom was prior to two thousand seven, and then when that two thousand seven movie hit, there were just thousands of people pouring into the fandom, collecting and otherwise. And um, 
that's that's kind of what he thinks, and I'm I'm kind of sort of inclined to agree with him on this. Um, that you know, at least until a reissue comes out, if a reissue comes out, and it probably will, he seems to think it will. That uh, that like this is not going to be temporary because now like there's there's people like okay there's a movie coming so that means product type is going to happen and i'm curious to see what this does to the vintage toy line you know because again when that movie hit you know insecticons that you couldn't throw at people at botcon 98 or 99 or whatever um couldn't get rid of them for free people start paying more money for insecticons right so i'm curious so maybe it's just me but has anyone really taking it seriously the article that we might get a beast wars movie like for me i i haven't taken it seriously whatsoever because until it's like firm and it's confirmed i'm i don't want to pay it any mind because i don't want to get my hopes up because it's to me it just still feels so unlikely yeah i'm still scared i guess i guess i'm cautiously optimistic about it I'm optimistic I, that it happens, but I don't believe like I don't want to get my hopes up that it will. You know what I'm saying? So like it's almost like I'm ignoring it. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping more concrete evidence. Keeping your expectations low. Well, the fact you're... that it has to compete against a fucking another Bumblebee movie, which is their cash cow. <laughs> like, oh, well, if, if they're gonna think logically about this, they need something new to bring in more money. But it's Hollywood. I doubt they're gonna think well, logically my... about it. My my viewpoint on just Transformers box office money making is they got to where they thought they were Disney and the Avengers, and uh, they thought that they needed to have a movie out once a year, once every other year, and it just it got stagnant. I think that a Transformers movie coming once every three years is the move to make to keep interest there in the brand, um, and, and from a live action movie standpoint, from live action moviegoers. Um, instead of the the kind of trajectory that they were on at the time, so Bumblebee came out in 2019, I think. 2018. And <clears throat> was it 2018? Okay, so yeah, four like year the very tail end. Yeah, it was okay, so it came out in 2019. Fuck <laughs> sakes, guys. Um, so I think that you know, again, a 2022 movie will. Uh, I think. I think. I don't. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think that uh, I'm. I'm. I'm definitely optimistic for it. The, the whatever they're calling it, the 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 Vanderbilt project. I think what is the guy's the name. Anniversary <laughs> next year, 2021. That would be interesting if they decided the 25th anniversary. Um, just kind of release a Beast Wars movie, even if it's like an animated movie. I think I'd almost prefer an animated movie. They can focus on mm-hmm. the cast again. I don't so let me ask the panel. Do you need a live action Beast Wars movie or would an animated movie do? I'd take either or Dakota. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> Brett. I'd be happy with either one. I'm either good. one's fine. Yeah. I, I yeah. think I think I'd just be okay with an animated movie and just skip all the, the bullshit of all the fans and oh Michael Bay is because apparently he wants to come back. Like, <laughs> what, did, just, what, did, what did Brett say? Brett, would you say animated or either or what? Oh, he's still I said, muted. I said either. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, you know, like I, I've a, been, I've been a, the original series. <laughs> yeah, I would take that too. I've been of the <laughs> mind that like. 
uh, I w- I've wanted them to do more direct animation stuff anyways. Like, not just for Beast Wars, but for everything. Like, yes. There's so much <laughs> stuff they can pull from. Like, it's there's such a rich mm. history and background yeah. with Transformers that has not taken part in animation that I wish they would just pull from some other stuff, man. Like, we've been, you know, and, like, we're getting this Netflix thing. And I hope it does well because, like, as fans... And I know I'm not the only one still clamoring for something like Last Stand of the Wreckers to, to mm-hmm. get animated. I mean, mm-hmm. I would think that if you ask a majority, if you if you you know put put up a put up a list, you know, on, on all the the majority fan sites, the majority of fan groups, you had a good chunk of fans like say, hey, which one of these stories would you like to see animated? I bet Last Stand of the Wreckers uh, outshines in that in that poll. I'm sure all hell Megatron would be another good close one, but you know, those are, those are stories that really, really hit and, and still hit compared to anything we've had before, during or after. Um, so, so yeah, like I, you know, I think there's, I think there's a lot of missed opportunity, um, in all that. I do but. too. I think honestly, if they were to set up their own like Transformers shared universe, I think that'd be the way to go. I still because mm-hmm. like so, and I still stand behind the same argument about like the difference between Marvel and Transformers movies and how you can't really compare them with building a universe because they- they're not really the same thing. I feel like with Transformers, if you want to tell a Transformers story, animated is the best way to go, even if it's just like a movie universe with like an animated movie universe, because then you can flush out the characters and have all the personality. But if you're going to go live action, you need the human element there for people to relate to. And the Transformers have to be the spectacle, which means you have to sacrifice a little bit or a lot in some cases of the personality of the Transformers themselves, which is why the Bayverse was so Ill, ill-received in my opinion, whereas Marvel was not because those heroes are still human and they're relatable. You can relate to them. You can't relate to a 35 foot walking uh, robotic <laughs> monstrosity that wants to take over, you know, the humankind in a fucking truck that stands up and wants to save you. You can't relate to it, right? <laughs> so I feel like an animated universe is probably the best avenue to take for that, to build a world and, and tell a story. Whereas the Transformers, I feel, in the live action kind of setting should always be like these one-off stories that are loosely tied together. I honestly, I kind of think Bay had the right idea. Make it a spectacle, make it so that people want to see it. Um, like see, like come to see the movie. Just make a popcorn or, movie. Just make a popcorn exactly, movie. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and honestly, like I wouldn't hate a beast Wars popcorn movie. Like if I want good beast Wars story, I still have this almost 25 year old cartoon that I like exactly. absolutely enjoy. Yeah. 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 You know, but I don't want a live action Beast Wars movie to be a story. Like I want to, I want a popcorn movie. I just want to see some cool ass <laughs> transformation, you know, scenes, some, you know, a couple of good fight scenes, and just not give a shit about what happens in between. I'm yeah. definitely in the minority there, in the <laughs> fandom at least. But I think as far as the general movie going audience, I'm probably in the majority. Popcorn. I think, I think <laughs> give, me, give me Unga Bunga with her bo- big boobs, and you know, give me <laughs> Unga Unga with like I don't know his his. <laughs> Six pack and loincloth. Like, <laughs> yo, I, if I want, I want Unga Unga to be played by fucking uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> there, there's your check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, man. The low road part two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
man. But no, man, I, I, think, yeah. I think that's the way to go about it, in my personal opinion. Yeah. So, it's, anyways. It's a two-hour version of that fight scene from Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong. Yeah, like, like, literally splice that with the, the forest fight scene from Revenge of the Fallen, and I'm gravy, baby. <laughs> Give me your face. I'm fucking about it. Damn no! I, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. I was gonna say like I really, I really wonder what Gary, what Gary's "Give me your face" sounds like, or even Gary's "Sam no." Uh, have Just you watched Gorilla Warfare? That episode, yeah. that entire character type. Come <laughs> yeah. Slag you all. That's fair. But anybody else have anything they want to add before we get on out of here? Beast Wars. Oh, sorry, Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Beast Wars. <laughs> all right. Well, we'd like to thank you all for watching. You can find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath. Brett, where can people find you? Make a must make a toy fan on Facebook. Dalton? Pretty much everywhere at Daltonian STFs, YouTube Daltonian95. Tyler. Still everywhere on speed. Mike. <laughs> I'm everywhere is angry Mike. Candace. Uh, Candice Centaur or Candice Centaur. Awesome. Before y'all go, you should check out some of these cool shows on the Cool Table Network, such as Shattercast Uncut, In the Realms, We Docs, Breaking Beers, Bolters, 40K, Plots, Fanatics, Breaking Mold, Nerds, Radio, Fresh Communication, Building Up to the Beverly Challenge, Master Beast, Shitty Theater, and a few other cool ones, such as the Spoken Total Package, Blackout, Shadow, Keep Up, Off the Run, Cybercast, and around 30 minutes with Matthew D. Lux Baldwin. Thank you all for watching, and we'll see y'all next time. <laughs> You're about to say it. I was, going I like, was definitely about to say it.